Hey guys, this is Lauren with the Mindful Business Life Podcast coming to you with my favorite day, Monday, Monday Motivation. Really um, excited to get back onto recording and feeling good. So today is April 24th and the topic is disciplined emotions. One of my favorite people have just two choices when it comes to their emotions. They can master their emotions or be mastered by them. That doesn't mean that to be a good team player, you have to turn off your feelings. But it means that you shouldn't let your feelings prevent you from doing what you should or drive you from doing things you shouldn't or drive you to do, excuse me. A classic example of what can happen when a person doesn't discipline their his emotions can be seen in the life of golf legend Bobby Jones. Like today's Tiger Woods, Jones was a golf prodigy. He began playing in 1907 at the age of five. By age 12, he was scoring below par an accomplishment most scoffers don't achieve in a lifetime of playing the game. At the age of 14, he qualified for the U.S. Amateur Championship, but Jones didn't win that event. He probably can best be described by the nickname he acquired, Club Thrower. Jones also often lost his temper and his ability to play well. An old golfer that Jones called Grandpa Bart advised the young man, you'll never win until you can control that temper of yours. Jones took his his advice and began working to discipline his emotions. emotions. At the age, at age 21, Jones blossomed and went on to be one of the greatest golfers in history, retiring at the age of 28 after winning the Grand Slam of golf. Grandpa Bart's comment summed up the situation. Bobby was 14 when he mastered the game of golf, but he was 21 when he mastered himself. The 17 essentials qualities of a team player is where that excerpt comes from. Have you mastered your emotions or are you mastered by them? I think I talked about this whole concept in one of my daily stoic chats um so i love like these readings because when you get down to this to life there's a few uh there's quite a few topics that constantly come up when it when in the betterment the progress of betterment of self and uh, mastering emotions is always one of those so let's start kind of back here I love this. People have just two choices when it comes to their emotions. I'm going to tell you this. There's only two choices in everything in life. That's it. The yes, the no, the do, the don't, to be, to not to be. You know, a coin is a a thousand percent the representation of life. 
is the choice of heads and entails. The action, the reaction, the action, the lack of action. The truth, the lie. Life is only that. Two sides to a coin. So when I read that, I was like, oh, this concept I've been preaching a lot lately is that there's only, there's only a yes and a no. There's really no maybe. Because a maybe is a no. Maybe is a lack of action most of the time. Um, so you're still saying no, or you're still creating that lack of action, which is still no. <laughs> it's still the no side of the coin. Um, now, even if you half ask something and do something, you're still leaning in the yes side of the coin, still moving into the momentum, the yes actions. So I just want to start by reminding people like life is, is when you break it down to its core, it's this concept of the coin, two sides. Next, it's, I liked when he said, that doesn't mean that to be a good team player, you have to turn off your emotions. I think uh, me personally, uh, my emotions had been off for a really long time. I, I've been through so many experiences in life. And at a certain point, when you experience enough, you're like, oh, I'm good. I don't want to react anymore. And I don't want the reactions to consume me. And so I think not just me, but so many people experience the turning off of feelings. And sometimes it's not worth it to go wholeheartedly into a feel. <clears throat> but I do find a lot of value now as I get older in the concept of feeling all the feels. No matter how comfortable or not. <laughs> Even, uh, was it this morning? I was in my business coaching uh, workshop that I do every Monday called Motivation Monday. If you are interested in getting grounded, organized, and strategized for your week, please reach out. I would love to add you to the group. Um, but what happened is um, the lady just commended me on some things. And I really trace it back to the concept of like my willingness to thrive in life but also my willingness to to feel and to be willing to feel things that are uncomfortable um and so for me even being told that uh I'm somebody people look up to it makes me uncomfortable and that's a feeling that I don't like to I don't want to feel uncomfortable so I turned off the feeling of like feeling into that, but it's like, don't do that. Feel into it. It's okay. It's okay to be loved. It's okay to be liked. It's okay to be looked up to. Um, I guess I get worried about getting too big of a head. You know, I, um, I never want to be, I want to be confident, maybe a little cocky. Um, <laughs> I don't ever want to be, I don't know, you know, narcissistic or, um, just have like a idea that I'm better than people because I'm not I'm just like everyone else. <clears throat> but in turning off your feelings, 
kind of was like going somewhere else and I lost thought and then hopefully backtrack to it. But that's the realism of me and, and how I like to do my podcast. I'm not here to sugarcoat anything for you. Always here to be myself. But in turning off your feelings, you're missing the opportunity to release. You're missing the opportunity to release. I can't say that enough. So if you are experiencing something that makes you feel angry, scream, yell, cry, um, kick a soccer ball, which I've done plenty of times, feel it and release it. Because once you do that, you're not holding it in the body, which means then you're not holding it in a space that makes you uncomfortable. Right? You're not holding it in your bones, creating dis-ease, which is where disease comes from. A lot of times, uh, uh, disease is caused by, uh, well, not a lot of times, disease is caused by a vibrational frequency in your body being off of alignment. Um, <clears throat> and acidity, which is, you know, you're either alkaline or acidic, or if you're alkaline, you don't have disease in the body. Uh, if you're acidic, you generally create cancer or other things. But that comes from a vibrational frequency. And if you want to get into quantum and thermo um, dynamics or quantum physics and all that kind of stuff, we can break it down. And I'm kind of doing that now. But it's been proven that a lot of times um, it's a vibrational frequency that is off in that center of the body that needs help. And so when you don't allow yourself to feel, you're allowing, because when you get worked up, you, you're, you're tense, right? When you're sad, you cry, like that it's a vibrational sense, whether you're fully feeling that or not, but it's a vibrational sense. So what happens is that feeling gets stuck in the body and wherever you're slightly vibrationally off. It almost like attaches to that space and causes disease. And if you're constantly in a state like that because you won't feel and release, there comes this emotional dis-ease that then translate into the third dimensional spaces, cancer, ulcers, blah, 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 like something. So feeling is one of the most important things you can do in this life because when you feel, you release and you naturally heal and get back to an alkaline state of being. And yes, you may revisit this feeling often, but the more you feel it and release it, the more you can continue to heal and stay alkaline in the body. So many people don't think about those things. There's definitely more medical thought process behind feeling. Uh, but we all know that feeling, our lack of feeling, or feeling too much too often, trauma, can cause disease. Uh, the other thing, when mastering yourself, other than kind of just going going ahead and feeling, is the reflective state that you have to become. Right. Um, when you are upset what are you upset about 
are you, if somebody doesn't show up, you're upset because someone doesn't show up for you, right? But is it in having the expectation of someone show up, are you creating this opportunity for you to be let down, which then creates you to become more emotionally unstable and then it trickles, trickles, trickles. One thing I've learned personally, professionally, um, and a lot of people will agree is that it's okay to have boundaries and it's okay to have light expectations and others it really is you need that especially in in partnerships uh, but if you don't if you don't are you creating too much expectation in others and the thing about people are is unless you can't expect a lot out of them but you have to be willing to be flexible with people and you have to be willing to one of my favorite sayings right now is not fall in love with potential. People are going to let you down. People are going to not show up. People are going to need flexibility because life happens. And so if we don't create a flexibility in ourselves with when we have these like feelings between interpersonal feelings between people then the, the space we're creating is one of um always being let down always being let down but the goal when you're doing interpersonal right we're talking about feelings getting hurt interpersonally between people is to create flexibility like understanding compassion we talked about my podcast the other day with leah can you be more compassionate for people because of where they've come from, who they are, what they're still pre-programmed with, what they're still working to unprogram from their childhood, their religion, their sexual traumas, blah, 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 and the list goes on. <laughs> the list goes on with people, right? But they're all the same. Everybody's experienced a lot of the same. And I think we forget about that. So when it comes to those interpersonal relationships, can you let go a little bit? Let go of the expectation of man because man is uh, one of the most dangerous games to play. And so once you acknowledge that like humans are humans and they need more compassion and flexibility, flexibility and understanding and leniency, you have, you know, the option to keep them around, keep trying to work with them. And then you have the option to say, okay, this doesn't serve me. It's not going to serve me and, and release that and just be a love, like namaste, love you, wish you the best. Um, partnership wise, it's not, it's not working or the expectations I have can't be met by you. And that's okay. Um, I've been experiencing that. I've been experiencing that. My birthday week was a really wild week. And when my friends heard like all the things that was going on, everyone's like, you're really calm. I was like, you know, this is creating space in my life for growth. This is creating space in my life for things to be better, for me to be happy, for me to not feel so challenged. Um, and I think, you know, when you get in that space, you realize that you're, you're, you're in a good space. And then I'm thinking about all the things I was doing this weekend for my birthday, I created that space for happiness and contentment and joy and um, fun. And, and instead of letting 
the mishaps of the week consume me, um, it just, I just enjoyed my life a little bit. Now, now when we get up upset with ourselves, it's the same thing as others. Well, we're constantly criticizing instead of praising who we are and what we're doing. Can we take a step back and be more fluid and flexible with ourselves and have compassion and understanding? And we talked about it in the podcast and I talk about a lot. The more you can be reflective, honor, respect, critique, gently critique yourself, the more you can hold space and do that for others in a more positive way. And again, and give people more chances or say that chance was enough, I'm good. So same goes for you. When you mess up, when you don't hit deadlines, when you're not showing up, when you're being criticized and you step back and question yourself, love yourself, but question yourself in a healthy way. Can I be better? Can I do better? What are the steps to be better, do better? Um, in what ways, you know, do I need to show up differently because the ways I'm being asked don't fit who I am? And I've been doing that. You know, <clears throat> I've been hitting this space where I'm like, I'm not the old Lauren who would overwork herself anymore. I'm not the old Lauren who would take calls every single day of the week, uh, especially with this company I just ended with. It's like, I would take calls on Saturday. I'm not salaried, but I would take calls on Saturday. (laughs) Where's the compassion for me, but you guys want to run me ragged. I don't want to do that anymore because there's no love and respect that that I'm getting back. The reciprocation isn't there. And you have to think about that, right? Like there's no point in getting upset anymore. I mean, of course you're going to. Not saying you shouldn't feel right? I'm just saying like, there's no point in long, prolonged, uneven emotion. Shouldn't be sad for too long. Shouldn't be mad for too long. Oh, I shouldn't be happy. I really hit the space where like, I don't want to be happy anymore. I just want to be nice and neutral. And I noticed that over the weekend, it was like, I kind of feel kind of blah, but it's like neutral. I'm just content. Like things are good. Things are good. And so you want to get to this place where you're not like leaning for happiness. You're not leaning to fill, be filled up and high off happiness. But then you're also staying neutrally balanced to where you're not hitting these lows all the time because disappointment, things going on. Mastering your emotions is the best thing you can do for yourself. I've told this story before and I'll tell it really quickly, but um, I had a cousin living with me and my, my parents, my dad, God rest his soul and my stepmom. And, um, I had to pay the light bill and I was a, a cocktail waitress. And so I left somebody at home because it was St. Patty's day. And I was like, I just don't want to take it out. Okay. accidentally like dip into it or something. I like, just didn't want to leave that space. And we had my cousin living with me at the time and her boyfriend and they were drug addicts. And I get home, my stepmom walks in the door, I run upstairs to grab my money, and it's not there. I looked all over. It was gone. 
I go downstairs and I tell my stepmom, hey, uh, my money's missing. And I'm pretty sure if it wasn't you in the room, it was Stephanie. And she started screaming in my face, very close to my face. Me and her spit most certainly landed when she spoke. And I tell the story a lot because the art of keeping calm, the art of balanced emotions, the art of feeling and not feeling all happens here. She's screaming in my face. And I'm just like really neutral. Stay still. I close my eyes. I take some deep breaths. And she goes, are you fucking meditating right now? I open my eyes, take a nice deep breath, and I walk out the door. If I hadn't paused for that moment, centered myself, she would have been knocked out on the floor. If I had jerked just a little, she could have hit me, and that would have been the end of it. The sprawl would have happened, and I wouldn't have held back. I always think about that moment. I'm finding so much gratitude. I was very young. I think it was in college at the time or just finished. I just left college or something. I was, so it was 20, 22, 23. I was super young. And at the time, I mean, I'm, I'm not really a fighter. I've been in fights, a lot of fights, <laughs> but I've also hung out with a lot of boys. Um, so I just became one of those spaces where I was like, you know, I, I always think about that moment. I've written about it in papers, just like, finding that art of Zen moment where it's like, I'm going to choose not violence right now. Cause uh, <laughs> you never know. I don't, I know what was going to happen. I know what would have happened. Sadly, I've been in quite a few physical altercations with family. Ugh, and that's part of the spice of life sometimes. So I want to get ready to wrap things up here in just a second. Um, but in that moment of pause and, and finding peace instead of violence and, and allowing my emotions to bubble up and create something, I created a space for her to express herself and for me to walk off still both of us intact. And I just want to encourage that in those challenging, most challenging moments, stop and breathe and pause. Feel release. And just know that the decision to stay centered as best as possible is going to be what expands you into more opportunities. Because you get tested even in those moments to see if you're going to be able to handle other moments that are going to stress you, going to test you, but are going to be detrimental for personal and professional growth. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> This is a great one. I have to hop off. I have a coaching client getting ready to come on. Um, but just remember, like, feel. But feel. It's important to feel. I opened my heart up recently, and I got a lot of... I've, I've been through a lot of crazy experiences where um, they're just crazy. And I, I've kept my heart open. And I've felt all of it. Very uncomfortable things. But I can tell you the expansion it's created in my life. Like, he talks about... The golfer here, Jones, he won when he learned to master. You are winning at everything when you learn to master your, your emotions. 
because that energy of emotion becomes fuel for projecting yourself forward. Use a moment of pause, a moment of breath, of peace to become rocket fuel. The airspace, little reference for your rocket to launch you into these next levels of being and enjoy this space. Enjoy, enjoy the uncomfortable because they're the, they're the best teachers, not just for you, but for others. To be able to tell people, I, I stood still, emotionless, centered, while somebody screamed, I mean, literally screamed in my face. Most are like, I could never, I could never, yeah, I know. Catch me a couple years before, I wouldn't be either. By the end of the day, what a power it is to be able to be like, you can, in the most uncomfortable situations and moments, pause, be present, be patient, be calm, and release and be happy that you you took one the yes coin, the yes to the coin rather than the no, or the no rather than the yes. All right, guys, be blessed. Happy Monday. Happy Motivation Monday. I will see you tomorrow with the Daily Stoic.